Jersey is the world. Hi everybody, welcome to New Jersey is the world. My name is Chris Gethard and I'm lucky to be your host who does these intros. The top of every episode. Gotta thank everybody who's been listening to the show all year. I believe this is our final episode in the, f- in the free feed for the entire year. So I want to thank everybody who listens, who supports, who laughs, who enjoys. I have to thank everybody who has joined up at patreon.com slash New Jersey is the world this year. I have to thank everybody who's bought a t-shirt at belowthecollar.com slash Chris Gather. have to thank everybody who came out to any of our live shows this year. It's a heck of a year. This thing started because during the pandemic, just wanted to be creative, connect with some old friends, and it's uh, turned into this small but mighty community. And I love it. And it's super fun, and I have a great time, and I hope you have a great time and a lot of fun listening as well. This episode, it's fitting that we're going to end on this one. I had a little little brainstorm, and it didn't take much because I saw a lot of the comments after Don's last food episode came out. You might remember, he reviewed Coors, the frozen custard that's ubiquitous up and down the Jersey Shore. And in the course of the episode, we found a one-star Yelp review on frozen custard, and Don lost his mind, I lost my mind. It's very funny. And there are a bunch of comments of people going, I would listen to an episode that was just that the whole time. And who am I to ignore the will of the people? So I went and I tracked down Yelp reviews from a number of places we've reviewed before and a number of places that I know Don loves. And... This episode, I say it towards the end, but I want to say it up to the top as well. There's people with legitimate gripes. There's people who have bad experiences. They air those out. I got no problem with that. We also know that there are platforms, Yelp being one of the main examples, where people can go out there and try to get revenge or try to do stuff that's petty, and it can hurt a small business. And we're big supporters of small businesses, big supporters of local businesses here at New Jersey is the world. A big part of what you hear us talking about a lot is businesses that we love that are thriving today, places from yesteryear that we miss. So this episode is dedicated to all the small business owners out there who deal with this. This is dedicated to the people manning the cash registers, the people taking the orders, the servers, the people out there who are on the front lines dealing with some of this stuff. We hope this provides you with some catharsis and that we're able to say some things that you can't say in the moment. Enjoy it. Happy holiday, everybody. Happy New Year. New Jersey certainly is the world. Hi, everybody. Chris Gethard here, and I am your humble co-host today because the real star of this show is the one and only Jersey dude who reviews Jersey food. Don Finelli, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm back in Jersey, baby. I'm feeling it. It's rainy. It's windy. It's fucking almost Christmas. I mean, I just kind of woke up, so I have that kind of voice with a little cappuccino, you know? Like like a half, like I just kind of woke up, half cappuccino voice. So I feel smooth, man. And I love it. Before we started recording, you were telling me about different places you've gone. And I like knowing that you get back to Jersey a couple times a year, and now part of your visits yeah. are going eat like a psychopath so we have Psycho. enough to talk about throughout the rest of the I brought, year. I brought my daughter for the first time to the River Edge Diner. Ooh. You know, she'd never been, which is crazy because we just hadn't been back here. It was a pandemic. You know, it was just like hard to course. get down there for a hot second. But yeah, the kids have kids weren't vaccinated for so long. No, it was just like a lot of that stuff. And then we it was just so cool just to see her fucking eat like what I was eating as a kid and just taking down that jello and it was just like fuck yeah, man. We're back, baby. We're doing it. <laughs> I love it. Now, Don. Of course, I had a club sandwich, but keep going. Today, I told you that I didn't want you to prepare anything. Yeah, I'm very excited. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Well, Don, our, our last episode that we did, yeah. we reviewed Coors Frozen Custard based on your trip yep. back to Lavalette this summer. Yep. Now, a lot of people who listened to that responded to the last third of the episode, which was something we stumbled into and hadn't planned, which we ha- we realized that someone had oh left a one-star review. Chris, I weirdly forgot about this. Yes. It was a woman named Patricia, I, I think believe. I blacked out. Yeah, I think I blacked out and got very angry. And people saw my angry side. They did. People fucking with people's establishments. Yeah. Well, Don, and this woman, Patricia, for anybody who hasn't listened, you're going to want to go back and listen. It was an all-time classic moment. She just 
one on oh, Yelp. Man. Oh, and man. right away, me and Don are going, before we even read it, it's like, how can you leave a one-star review for frozen custard? It's, yeah. it's soft-serve custard on the store. This is <laughs> On the shore. This is not getting like, two unless stars. Someone, unless instead of like them putting ice cream, they literally looked you in the eyes and shit into an ice cream cone and then gave it to you. And even then I'd give maybe two stars. What are you complaining about? Really? And, and, to, and to be fair, you really kind of lost your mind. You really kind of lost it. Yeah. I got, re- I, I just, it really infuriates me with people like getting on their high horse and like trying to like, I empathize with the fact that they probably feel out of control. They probably have no say in the real world and here they can get on the internet and be all like, finally say all the things that they want to and take people down. But not in these establishments. And I think one of them was like Olive Garden, too. Like, who the fuck are you kidding, man? Yes, we bounced around. We looked at a few things. We found a one-star review on Olive Garden, and we both started screaming. You and I both started <sighs> screaming. Like, yes, Olive Garden is a one-star experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. We know. No need to go on the internet and say it. talk about it. Yeah. So, Don, a lot of people loved that stretch. And I loved it. And look, really? Oh, and Jesus I don't want to dwell on emotions too much or your negativity too much. But I thought for this, yeah. our final episode for the year, yeah. maybe one thing that we can do is I've gone back and found <laughs> a number of places that you've reviewed on this show previously. Oh places God. that you've often loved. <laughs> and I have found one-star Yelp reviews. So now I'd like to have an end-of-year Don reviews the reviewers, oh, where I man. show you some of the one-star reviews I'm out here finding. Sound good? It's funny, man. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Do- <laughs> okay. And, and what I'm actually—that's very funny. What I'm actually going to do is uh, even share my screen with you because I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to be able to actually see it because sometimes the people's punctuation and grammar is a big part of this. Oh, yeah. So, Don. Yeah, chef's kiss. I'm sure. We're going to go through a whole bunch of places places that you and I have talked about. Um, yeah. The first, I said, an episode that was really meaningful to me, mm-hmm. because for all my Jersey bona fides, before I went vegetarian, one thing that I never got around to eating was the Essex County Sloppy Joe. Oh, yeah. You went to the Town Hall Deli. Yeah. You went so far as to tell me, hey, if you ever eat meat again, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be one last Jimmy Buffs. It shouldn't be one last Taylor Ham. Nope. You really nope. got to try that Town Hall Deli. Sloppy Joe. I just know you and know how much you would love that. Not not my beloved Jimmy Buffs. Not one last taste of Taylor Ham. You've said this is a really special thing. You got to try this sandwich. I just know you and I know that it would be everything you would want it to be. Now, Don, let me go ahead and let you know what um, Howard B. had to say about it. Oh, Jesus Christ. So in 2017... Or no, 2020. On April 4th, 2020, Howard B. from Kearney mm-hmm. took to Yelp. You want to know what he had to say about the Town Hall Deli? Mm-hmm. Hey, good for him for going right out into a pandemic, but go ahead. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> right as the pandemic started, but April. hey, I already respect you for going out into get your fucking Town Hall Deli. I didn't even put that together. Maybe, yeah. maybe Howard needed to maybe consider that. That's okay. You know, I already have a little bit of respect for him. Just to be like, I'm going to go out into a pandemic because I need this fucking sandwich so much. I might, I might have too. Well, Howard B. from Carney, New Jersey said, Town Hall Deli. It wasn't a bad experience for the price of the food. One other person said, yeah, it's basically a Russian dressing coleslaw sandwich. This is all one sentence, by the way. There's no punctuation start to finish. Yes, COVID. Town Hall Deli, it wasn't a bad experience for the price of the food. One other person said, yeah, it's basically a Russian dressing coleslaw sandwich. The people behind the counter are very standoffish. Uh-huh. You can't get any emotion out of them. And the woman behind the counter, she basically just has her hand out waiting for the money. Doesn't care if you had a good experience Wrong. or if it was a worth a $13 sandwich. First of all, go to fucking bed okay (laughs) go to bed wake up hopefully in your dreams you learn how to fucking write okay (laughs) like i hope someone teaches you how to write in your fucking dreams you dumb dumb um okay so you go to a sandwich shop and the first thing you want is people being nice to you what is going on with these fucking people (laughs) that are just like i just want people to be nice and respect me it's like you're ordering a fucking sandwich. You're not going to therapy. You know what I mean? What the fuck are you talking about? Truly. 
It's like this similar thing. These people, are they spitting in your face and spitting in your food? They're making you a fucking, they're classic sandwich. They're, they make like 7,000 pounds of it in the back. Have you ever seen pictures of town deli? They make these huge portions of it and they just like cut it up. They know what the fuck they're doing. The woman is, I doubt, I doubt a woman behind a counter is waiting with her hand out for money. Okay. First of all, bring your credit card, swipe it. Like, fuck you, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what really ticks me off of these, first of all, you're dumb, dumb. So like, you're already out. You're already out. Like you're, we don't respect. I started to respect you because you went out in a pandemic to get a fucking sandwich and then you're poo pooing the fuck. Maybe some people are dying in the back trying to make you this fucking sandwich. Cause it's a pandemic. You fucking idiot. Okay. It's the beginning of a pandemic. Okay. And you're going out to the town deli just to try something for the first time. Like, wake the fuck up, man. Wake up. There's a pandemic going on. And you're upset because some. I really doubt a woman is holding her hand out waiting for money. Okay. What did he say? He said there were, like, they didn't have, they, they weren't into it or something like that. He said uh, the people behind the counter. In the middle of his run on sentence. It's really, I'm sure it's hard to find because it's all one sentence, you fucking dumb dumb. The people behind the counter are very standoffish. You can't get any emotion out of them. What are you talking about? They don't owe you emotion, Howard. What are you trying to do? You're doing. St- they don't owe you emotion, Howard. They owe you a fucking sandwich. These are working class people making you fucking food while the world dies by the thousands. Are you doing stand-up comedy for them and they're not giving you anything? First of all, I hope you are, and I hope they're, like, not giving you anything. But, like, what emotion are you trying to get out of people that are working during a pandemic to give you a sandwich, okay? (laughs) A fantastic sandwich. Uh, Yeah, it's Russian dressing. It's coleslaw. It's how it's constructed, you dipshits. It's not like they're fucking importing caviar from fucking Russia. It's like, yeah, it is what it is. It's what their bread and butter is. They do it really well. It's really fucking good. It's not that heavy, even though it looks heavy. That's the whole si- that's the whole fucking secret. Where they put the cheese is really cool. I don't fucking know, man. You want emotion out of these people? Their, <laughs> their fucking families are dying, probably. Okay, and they're there p- pissed off that they have to make you uh, uh, what's his name? Howard B. from Carney. Howard? Jesus, that's why you're so fucking upset. Oh my God. All right, this episode I think is going to be everything I was hoping it would be and more. I hate these people and I like a lot of people, but this, this is such, like, their reasoning is the is the dumbest thing. And it's always people that want respect that do not deserve it. They have not earned respect. Because if you're going into a fucking sandwich shop expecting emotion out of people, you know what I mean? It's like you're in a Jersey deli. Like, I mean, I can't, the the max you'll get is have a nice day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you get a have a nice day from someone, that's like, holy shit, man. They just blew me. That's like, that's amazing, <laughs> right? They have five million other orders to get to, okay? They don't give a flying fuck about how they're making you feel in that moment. You know what they're doing? They're making the best sandwich possible. So you go home, you have a bite, you go, yeah, there's the emotion. The motion is you biting into the sandwich and feeling good about yourself. And you're going to poo-poo it and just say it's some Russian dressing with your one-on sentence, you stupid fuck, okay? Like, get out of here, go to bed, learn English. Come on. And you don't mean learn English as in, like, America should have the national language of English. You mean... No, learn how to write a non-run-on sentence if you want respect. Learn how to add a comma or a period. If you want respect, if you want us to take your review seriously like they should just immediately get rid of that review well like yelp should just go go through it and go like no run on sentences nah i want to say you know one i interviewed mutiny barbecue i interviewed tom from mutiny barbecue great guy starting up a, a business in asbury park and and uh his wife martha's on the patreon and left a comment after the last one that said just as a small business owner we're not allowed to lash out yeah at the at the one star reviewers who intend to hurt a business, yeah, and it's cathartic to hear Don do it. So this is for yeah all the small business owners out there. Now let me be clear on this, Don. There's some places where I've read reviews like uh, 
I'm not going to out the bad ones that are real. People can do that research for themselves. But like one place where somebody bought something and said, I bit into my food and there was wire in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Totally fair. I'm not going to make fun of that person. Oh, wait, that's legit. You almost died by wire. We if, get it. If you buy food and you're eating metal, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be mad at you for trying to alert the world about that. Mm-hmm. But Don, I think you and I are both in agreement. I'd still give not one star though. Places like Howard, mm-hmm. a guy like Howard going, they didn't smile enough at me. Yeah, they didn't yeah. laugh it was at like, my it was like jokes. Pat Patricia, or whatever the fuck her name was, is like they. Get these the people did not treat you with here. respect. It's like you clearly show no respect to the world. Yes, and this guy Howard clearly is not showing any respect to any reviewers because like it's a run run on sentence. So it's just like we can't take you seriously, man. Like I'm sorry, you can't ask for emotion and, and not be able to write about the emotion. It's just. I would give you much more respect if you had some sort of like well thought out, like, hey, the, I, I just was expecting more. Like, it just let me yeah. down. And I was well done. I go like, okay, I respect it. I, I, can, I can get behind that. I get it. I'm not like, oh, you, you're pissing on a place I really like. How dare you? It's like, no, I'm probably the first person to be like, oh, yeah, if I fucked up, like, please rip me apart. No problem. I'll take it on the chin. We'll do better next time. That's how you get better at things. But people that just poo-poo places and want, like, respect without giving it, truly go fuck yourself. Don, you said maybe if somebody was a better writer, it might go a long way. Maybe. Now, we've got – I found a review from Jimmy Buffs. Mm-hmm. My, a place that you can vouch for. This is a place that's woven into my actual DNA. Oh yeah, I feel this like is my I feel neighborhood like, yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. I feel like point five percent of your DNA is Jimmy Buffs. I mean, Don, when my mom used to walk me to my preschool, we walked past Jimmy Buffs very often on the way home from preschool. We'd stop there and I'd get a single hot dog and a chocolate cow, a discontinued drink. If it was, if you did like twenty three and Me, your mom would have one percent Jimmy Buffs and you'd have point five percent. Yes, Buffs. exactly. Yeah. Now, I would say that the problem with this one-star reviewer, I mean, there's a lot of problems, but the first and foremost is he thinks he's a great writer. Oh. He thinks he's a great writer. It's an opposite problem from Howard. This is Louis D., who's from West Orange. Ooh, Louis. I'm just going to put this out there. Louis, I got a feeling I know which half of town you're from. Mm. Is it up? Is it up? I don't think a down-the-hill person would ever shit on Jimmy Buffs. Yeah, it's up. And a down-the-hill person also understands that sometimes that you keep your fucking mouth shut. You've got something <laughs> to say. The world doesn't need to hear you. Wow, up-the-hill people. Already, up-the-hill yeah. people grabbing your fucking megaphones to let the world know. Because what you think is so important up the hill. <laughs> anyway, Don, here's what Louis D. had to say. It's easier to shout down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> I have been putting off going to this so-called West Orange quote, institution Uh, since moving to this area more than 18 years ago. mm -hmm. Somehow Jimmy Buffs is still lurching along and belching, no doubt, uh, apparently on, quote, life support. I have seen and read the rave reviews about the world-famous hot dogs, and now that I have finally experienced a Jimmy Buffs double combo for myself, my only questions is, what are these- Questions is? Questions is, what are these reviewers smoking? It's certainly not dot, 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 kielbasa. Dude, we got to tell Jeremy Schneider about this, dude, man, because we got to oh. sign this fucking guy <laughs> Hold up. up. Keep going. Don, it, it only goes from here. Unfortunately, I am tall enough to peer over the filthy fiberglass partition to watch the grill man cook and assemble my half round bread loaf sandwich from scratch. A double combo is comprised of one overcooked hot dog, two Italian sausage halves, fried onions Mm -hmm. and peppers, a pile of potato Mm -hmm. slices, and a few basic Mm -hmm. condiments, Mm -hmm. mustard, ketchup, salt, and pepper. Red pepper flakes, dot, 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 are optional. Mm -hmm. It must be the unique cooking process that somehow draws raves from the West Orange lifers. That is correct. Keep going. Unlike the, quote, dirty water dogs of NYC Pushcart fame, Jimmy Buffs pulverizes er cooks their tube steaks by immersing them in a deep, dark, mystic river-like grill-side holding tank consisting of old cooking oil and other dark, swampy-looking substances that I assume mm-hmm. also include remnants of meat, onions, peppers, and potato residue. This is correct. The grillman cooks or more highly, more precisely reheats everything that will be stuffed into your bread pocket in the same Passaic River oil spill. Mm-hmm. What finally emerges from the deep beyond is a greasy mess of dog, sausage, onion, peppers, and soggy potatoes. Even though I specifically requested my potatoes to 
to be well done. Oh, yeah. Nary a crispy slice could be found. Uh-huh. But these are not the only reasons why I won't soon return to JB's. No one's ever called it that. You call it buffs if you need to shorten it. You fucking up the hill fucking dick the kitchen prep counter interior tables and everything else in this tiny decrepit looking shack are all dingy and generally gross looking but don't worry fellow yelpers i re- i can recall another infamous local institution that's also been around for a very long time it's called bellevue hospital it was founded in get this 1736 this guy thinks he's the funniest person in the fucking world and guess what dude i'm a professional comedian from the fucking town you live in now and you ain't funny bro you're nothing you said is funny and everything you described is delicious and then don the best part he puts a picture up of his double sandwich uh-huh it looks fucking awesome <laughs> and guess what the drink he has next to it is don is that uh, chocolate a diet snapple oh no yeah you're the type of person that likes diet no. snapple oh what a shock that jimmy buffs doesn't work for you no Don, you can tell i'm mad and it's pushing all my class war buttons your reaction don dude this is great i, I think you're saying it all i think this one's on you <laughs> this is less on me one because because this 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 is too personal for you and and two uh it's 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 he thinks he's so funny like you nailed it and it's just one of these guys where it's like oh I'm going to write this review because I think I'm writing for the Star Ledger. And it's just like, dude, you just prove why you should never write for any review. Like if this, this is the anti-resume, right? This is the anti-cover letter. Like if you were trying to get a job and you were like, oh, uh, how about this? Uh, Star Ledger goes, we really want you for this position. Okay. You give them this and they go, nope, no, thank you. It is the anti-resume you are absolutely out of your fucking mind if you think you are clever. Like, there's a lot of cleverness here. All, he half of it's just, like, true. If, like, quotes. P- people would just, like, read this and be like, yeah, yeah, and, like, it's be- yeah, it's different than the water dogs. Yeah, he puts it in the, yeah, it looks like this fucking pile of oil. It's dark. They've probably been using it for a while. Yeah, it's probably, maybe people are talking about how the, the assembly must be like, there must be some special process of how they put it together because it's just regular ingredients. You stupid fucks, that's how it works. That's why people go to these establishments. That's what they, they claim to do. They go to these do. establishments. That's they all go to they these establishments to because they know what they're fucking doing. We talked about it. Episode one, you tool. Listen to it. I talk about the chi, man. You have no fucking idea. It's they've been cooking the same shit on the same flat top for fucking years. It has a specific taste to it that no other place can have. Talk to any street food, any taco place. Everybody has the chi of their flat top, man. They're cooking the same shit over and over and over and over again. And okay, can they change the oil a little bit more? I'm sure they do. Does anyone give a fuck? No. no. Dude. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. It's not, We're not going into Labardine here. It's fucking Jimmy Buffs, man. And I'm sorry that things don't look right inside. It's part of it. No one's walking into that place being like, hey, can you change? I need a little bit more cushion on these like seats. It's like no one gives a shit. You're having a fucking hot dog and leaving like you're not smoking a cigar there and getting a foot massage and don i'll also say this too like i know it's become a running trope on the show and bonaduce has pointed out to me bonaduce is from my town he's like whoa like the fucking up the hill down he bonaduce is like you gotta examine you gotta like talk to he's never said this forward but like you gotta talk to like your shrink about your relationship with wealthy people you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, I've made money in my life and you know me, Don, like I have this weird seething distrust and resentment of, of the wealthy. Yep. And now I'm living in a neighborhood amongst people who are way wealthier than people I grew up around. Mm-hmm. And Bonaduce is right. It drives me nuts, but it's things like this. Yeah. Cause if you go to Jimmy Buffs at lunch, here's what you see. You see a line of people wearing fucking hard hats. work clothes, mm-hmm. hard hats. Yep. You see, you see people of color from you mm-hmm. see people from every different fucking race you see people with a couple of people kids in their you know like exactly have two three kids waiting dragging their kids you their see families. people with yep. calloused hands you see people who want to get back to work with their belly fucking full yeah you it's one it's one bruce springsteen song in one line 
You know what I mean? A line of people, it's all Bruce Springsteen songs. That's what you're seeing. This guy, Lewis, who wants to show up, ooh, I, I asked for my potatoes well done, and they didn't take the time to make them. This quote-unquote institution. This quote-unquote, you know it, what I mean? it is an institution, you motherfucker. And here's another thing I'll say. Fucking James from Jimmy Buffs, who his grandfather invented the fucking sandwich, and now his son Tommy cooks them at Jimmy Buffs. He took the time to answer this fool. Did he? Dude. Wow. The amount of time I see... You go on Yelp, the amount of time you see that small business proprietors have to waste uh-huh. answering people. Yep. And like I said, somebody says... Probably on the probably like on a Sunday night, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, <laughs> like when exactly. they're just trying to be with their families. Yeah, they have to answer these... Like I said, if somebody goes on and says, I ordered a fucking burger with avocado and the avocado was brown, Mm -hmm. and then the manager jumps on and goes, hey, that shouldn't have happened. Can you let me know Mm -hmm. the date? I go, yep, "Yep, that's valid. Yep. Something like this, the fact that Jim, a man who I've known and admired a long time, the fact that he has to sit here and take his time to answer Lewis, because Lewis doesn't fucking get that not all of New Jersey is a fancy fucking wonderland built to his personal standards. I'll cook potatoes for you, man. I'll cook fucking potatoes for you. You want them extra fucking well done? I'll cook them for you. I'll cook them extra well done. You'll be breaking your fucking teeth on them. How about that, Louie? Okay? Now, Don. Before you answer, I I just want to say, like, (laughs) these fucking guys take so much. Just, if you're writing something, put it this way. If you're writing something to try to make the, the plays better, Okay. If you have an issue that if you would, if the, it is addressed, it will make the place better. We, we can do this better. I'm all for it. And if you do it in a kind way, Hey, I've been coming here. It was the first time here. I was a little let down because, you know, uh, I was expecting this and these were, you know, I, I found a fucking finger in my food or whatever it is. If you're just let down in some way, but you can give constructive criticism on how to try to get better. That's great. Also, it's like you might have missed the mark. Like you might what your expectations might have not been met. It's like I didn't see what's so good about this place. It's like, okay, thousands of other people like it. Like maybe you're in maybe you just like don't like this fucking place. That's okay. If you're trying to make an establishment better in your Yelp review and you give it one, two stars, first of all, don't give it one stars. Like give it two, three. Like find what was good about it. You know, like anything, any redeeming quality. I'm for you. If you're just shitting on a place and trying to be a smug fuck. Like you're you're toast, man. You're fucking worthless. Move out of my state. Bringing up a hospital, you know, like it, it, your comparisons are bad. Belching, like, dude, what the fuck, man? What are you sitting on? You classist. What fuck. are you sitting on? You yeah, fucking man. asshole. Yeah. Well, Don, you said before, you know, it, it is. It is. It's like Lewis is going to like. If you go and stand at the end of a ping pong table, don't complain that Roger Federer is not playing tennis in front of you. Yes. You went to a ping pong table. Mm-hmm. Bad analogy. Anyway, you said before. Better, better than his fucking analogies. Dude, you said before, well, it's not like you went to Le Bardin. Yeah. I don't even know how to pronounce the place. Le Bardin. This pl- fancy places you go. Maybe we should look at one of the more fancy places we've gone to, Don. Yeah. I mean, there's no way that a place like Porter. Wait, wait, did he, did he write back? Did the owner write back though? Oh, he did. He just, and, and, it, and again, he had just said something, uh, I, I've closed the window, but he just basically said, and I give him credit for this. He goes, Lewis, yeah. I'm sorry to hear Jimmy Buss is not for you. Mm-hmm. What we do is not for everybody. Oh, shit, man. Slam dunk swish. But the fact that he has to take his time so that people scrolling through the one-star reviews see that he cares mm-hmm. is like, the no, the, he shouldn't have to take a second out of his day Mm-mm. to fucking draw a line in the sand and buttress the, the best, negative best effect. response. Because this response. fucking guy, Lewis, doesn't realize his snarky attempt at being funny can take a business that's existed for almost 100 years mm-hmm. and cost them fucking money. Yep. Dickhead. And what I do, Chris, is if you don't have to do it with Lewis, but like click on to see what other reviews and you see what other smart things he's tried to review. I bet you he's like a one star. Like he just wants to be fucking Schneider. You know, he just wants to he just wants to write for the fucking Star Ledger. He just wants to be a food reviewer. Maybe the issue is that we are looking at places where there's this class divide. Maybe we need to look at one of the fancier places we've covered on the show. Mm-hmm. Think about Maybe that's maybe maybe they don't get one star reviews. Like for example, you and I have eaten together at Porta in Asbury Park. Yep. Lord knows I I had my issues and and again pointing out to me one of the things we discussed. I have this weird feeling of like, hey, if you turn into a dance club or a fancy nightclub, like, yeah, can I get behind it? And we had a, actually a very interesting talk. Yeah. 
about that. And when we, you know, talk with Jeremy Schneider and Pete Genovese, they've said, no, the high-end dining in Jersey is great as well. Mm-hmm. Don, there's no way that Porter's getting one-star reviews, right? Every place is, no no, no place is safe these days. <laughs> well, Don, not only does Porter get one-star reviews, it makes me realize it's some of the more insane one-star reviews I found in my journey. And it's also made me realize, oh, Christ, I have to bet that when we put out our episode where I go, I don't know, this place is great. I don't love that they turn into a weird nightclub at night. You know who probably are the only people who hate that more is the people who work there. I have to imagine, which I didn't oh, think 100%. about. I didn't think yeah, about when 100%. I told about. Yeah. We got Rachel M from Wall Township. Uh-huh. This is one of the most insane things that I've read oh, on, God. on Yelp. Tom. Oh, God. Oh, God. Is this entitlement? More entitlement? I hope not. Keep going. They kick you out if you puke in the bathroom. First line? All caps. First line? That's the first line. That's the first line? First line. And bathrooms in all caps. And? <laughs> Apparently, you're not allowed to swallow something the wrong way. <laughs> they, they also don't care if they separate you from your drunk, vulnerable friend because they're too concerned that you puked in their bathroom. They literally picked me up by the arms and dragged me out as I was trying to look for my drunk friend. Girls beware. They do not care about your safety. Now, done. First thing I'll say. Whoa. I care about girls' safety. Yeah. Women enter an environment, get drunk. I, I don't want to see friends separated. I'm not trying to make light of that. No. But if your friend is visibly drunk mm-hmm. and you're puking in the bathroom, mm-hmm. I do think it's within a business's rights to say maybe you two need to split. Mm-hmm. I don't know that this is a one-star review situation for the restaurant so much as you might need to take a deep breath and look at your behavior that night. I'm confused if her friend was the one puking or if she was puking. Is it my best? My friend was really drunk in the bathroom puking and they dragged me out? No. Or the way I'm reading it is her friend was really drunk. Uh huh. Separate from that, Rachel M from Wall Township swallowed something wrong. And had to go puke in the bathroom. Swallowing something wrong, meaning you had a lot of alcohol? Maybe if you swallowed a ton of alcohol and you were puking. Yeah. Now what, it's wrong to swallow a ton of alcohol. I'm saying to Rachel M, maybe before you get hot and rile, fire off a one-star review, you might need to think that even if we take your version of events at complete face value, yeah. which Rachel, I'm going to be frank, I have my doubts, <laughs> that a business owner who sees one member of a party so drunk that their friend is concerned mm-hmm. and the other person vomiting all over the bathroom. Maybe they don't know that you swallowed wrong. Maybe they're assuming <laughs> that you got way too fucked up in their place and this is trouble and they want you out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you need to have a little humility and see that Rachel. Cause I don't know if you just swallowed a piece of broccoli Rob wrong. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I doubt you had like a piece of mozzarella caught in your throat and you, and you started projectile vomiting all over the fucking bathroom. If it was a situation where she started with like, hey, this really disturbing thing happened this night. My friend just drank too much. She started throwing up in the bathroom, but they threw me out because they thought I was going to throw up too. And I never got to help my friend out in the bathroom. Right. And I kept telling them, my friend's in the bathroom. She needs help. You know, something like that. I'd be like, all right, like still they have every right to remove you from the situation. I've been to this place. I don't get the sense that they toss people out no. a lot. You know what I mean? I feel like, first of all, it's like a cement floor. There's outdoor dining. This isn't like <laughs> fancy necessarily in a good way. They got beautiful two Neapolitan pizza ovens, it, you know, rocking out. Like this feels like a upscale pizza joint, but it doesn't feel that in decor or attitude or anything in the environment <laughs> giving me this. So it doesn't, and it turns into a nightclub. Okay. Yeah. It turns into a nightclub. Okay. So I don't see here's what happened. Them tossing people out a lot. You would have to be really fucking drunk. Yeah. Really messed up for them to like pick you up and drag you out and quote unquote separate. Like, there's got to be details we're not 100% feeling and here, right? There's, there's got to be very, this is one side of a story I believe where details, women, yes, I, this is the difficult thing where it's like- I believe women and I know you do too, but we all know Rachel- I'm giving you scenarios where I would be like completely on your side. If it was just like, my friend was in there, they told me to leave, but she was really in trouble. And like, I was really pissed at them because I wanted to just help her out. Like I didn't trust them to go in and- but it, no, it's, it sounded like you started with like, hey, they throw you out if you puke. 
And it's like, yeah. And guess what? Here's the thing. You're telling us your friend was way too drunk. They were serving you all night, Rachel. Mm -hmm. They probably watched you have a bit too much to drink. Yeah. I don't know if even you believe that you swallowed something wrong and went and peaked. It sounds like you and your friend got got way past the point of... I wouldn't even write about this. I'd be I, fucking yes. embarrassed, yes. okay? Yes. Again, I, I, it's not written right, especially in your first line. They throw you out when if you throw up, and it's like in the bathroom where it's like, yeah, and what the fuck? Okay, of course. Any restaurant has the right to remove you if you are throwing up in their bathroom and it wasn't like food poisoning or something like that. They you know said I mean? something if it weird was, was going then on. You'd probably they probably write about on. that, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it was food poisoning, you'd probably be like, hey, I got sick in this place. I threw up. And on top of that, they threw me out because they thought I was drunk. But And even then, I'd be like, well, it sounded like you were fucking drunk. Okay. But I would believe you if you're like, I had something, it didn't taste right. I went to the bathroom, I threw up. Uh, I didn't feel good. And then they kicked me out. And I'd be like, wow, that's kind of fucked up. There's got to be more to that story. Yeah. You know, that's really fucked up. I'd be like on your side, but it's just, they, you, they kick you out. If you throw up in all caps, I'm like, all right, something's off here. That's the, yeah. That, Don, I have to read another one from Porta. Okay. And again, another one where I go, there's something to this. Yeah. And I don't want to fully make assumptions one way or the other, but I have to go to bat for the, for the workers that poured a, a little bit here. There's one just above Rachel Ames. It's Deborah from Piscataway. Mm-hmm. One star has photos of a server oh. who looks stressed out in these clandestine photos that were taken. Wait, she took photos of a... She did. And you'll see why. Okay. The review reads, horrible and discriminatory. Okay. This server was extremely rude to my party. He would not serve us due to us breathing heavy. And he assumed we were drunk. I have asthma and jogged to the establishment in the cold. What? This server, all caps, this server brought security after I asked for the manager. Completely unprofessional. We'll never be back. I'll just say, Deborah, I'm not making light of your asthma. Right. But it's not this server's responsibility if you, an asthma-stricken person, run through the cold. And if you're behaving in a way that's concerning, I don't think it's unfair for him to go, I don't know if I'm comfortable giving you alcohol until I understand what's going on here. He doesn't know that you have asthma. If you have asthma, no one knows exactly why you're sprinting through the cold. There's so many details left out where people just go, I'm going to tell you all the bad stuff that happened. None, take zero responsibility. This is what pisses me off. These people are taking no responsibility about their behavior. And it seems like I feel like I'm talking to everybody now. It's like, is there anybody that takes fucking responsibility for their behavior anymore? Because I feel like we just live in a society now where it's like, you can really do whatever the fuck you want. Look on the internet and see something where it was like, yeah, I was right for doing that on fucking bumblefuck.com told me I was, I was a good person for doing this really fucked up societal thing. And I'm okay. And I don't have to take no responsibility for my behaviors and actions anymore. And in fact, I'm going to try to ruin someone else's business because they made me feel bad. And it's like, you fucking idiots take responsibility for your stupidity. Okay. <laughs> if you are sick in a certain way, don't push your body to make you more sick. Okay, and then blame someone else for being concerned or maybe not wanting. There's a lot of information that's not here. Like if I'm just looking at this from afar, I'm trying to look at this like I'm trying to give these people the benefit of the doubt, too. It sounds like I'm just immediately pissed off. But I'm like, okay, that last person, if if they said this or if this really happened, but you're not explaining one in a way where it's like constructive at all you're just angry yelling into a fucking void so you're immediately look like a piece of shit like you think you're doing something getting something off your chest we as a society look at you and you go you're a piece of shit no one likes you okay <laughs> and I'm, we're happy that you you were happy that they were shitty to you right but you don't want people you want people to be on your side like yeah wasn't this really shitty everybody like don't you feel bad for me like don't go to this place because i said so fucking joey from fucking you know uh Rahway. I'm Joey from Rahway. And I said, this place is bad. And everybody follow me. Let's get out of here. And everyone's like, go fuck yourself, man. We like this place. 
Don't take responsibility. You're 750 fucking pounds and you're running on the beach and you were trying to catch a, a seagull for some reason. And then you and then you threw up and you walked into a place and you had throw up on your fucking chest. You have a dead seagull under your arm and you're asking for a table. If I was that established, I'd be like, I'm sorry, no. And then you're going to go right, hey, they made fun of my weight. And I wasn't feeling good that day. And I walked into this establishment and not mention that you threw up on yourself and you have a dead seagull under your arm, right? Because they can write back, yeah, this guy looked really bad. His eyes were bleeding. He, he, had, he had half a seagull in his mouth. There was a dead seagull under his arm. He had throw up all over his chest. Yeah, we didn't want to let him in, right? But we're not going to get any of those fucking details. And that's what the, all these reviews are. It's like, yeah, all this shitty stuff happened to me. I'm going to take no responsibility for my behavior, you know? One, asthma, real thing. Have it in my family. No people should not be running in the cold for that. What's the reason you're doing that, right? Are you running to a restaurant because like they couldn't set your table and you had 30 seconds to get there or else your party of 700 wouldn't be able to eat? Okay, write that then. Let us know. Like, let us in on the fucking story a little bit more for us to feel bad for you a a little bit. But you give us no option to feel bad for you. You give us no option. You're you're playing the sympathy card and saying, like, I have this little thing. I bet you someone with asthma is like, go fuck yourself. I've eaten there 700 times. No one's ever told me I'm breathing too heavy. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ, man. It sounds like this person was concerned. And, and maybe you felt, maybe you felt put on the spot because you have this condition, you're having an issue and maybe they overreacted. Totally. Mm-hmm. And sure, I can see how that might make you feel um, judged or publicly put under a spotlight in a way that's uncomfortable and that's bad. But what you don't do is seek out revenge on the internet like, on a site that can really hurt a business. Chris, it's... It's the fact where you go, all these people, they're definitely not telling the whole story, okay? Because businesses want your money. They don't give a shit if you're coughing and breathing a little heavy. They, they want to serve you. They want to, to get you in and out. You got an hour and a half, two hours to eat your meal and get. They don't really give. You have to present some horrible situation well, for a well done. restaurant to really kick you the fuck out or not serve you. Okay? This is an amazing segue because mm-hmm. there's actually one I found that's ultra specific. Oh, Jesus Someone Christ. who definitely told the whole story. Oh, good. In the same way, but that before you said, you know, this person can't write and then we found the jimmy buffs guy who thought he was the greatest he thought he was fucking f scott fitzgerald yeah yeah hemingway yeah yeah this yeah. next one this person uh-huh. tells the whole story and again don i'm just gonna say you're shocked already sometimes people have such a lack of self-awareness that you go there's no way for me to read this one without prefacing it by saying you are not aware that you are so annoying uh-huh don there's no way i mean don what do we got? Johnson's popcorn. Oh. It's caramel corn. <laughs> it's caramel corn. No one can have a one-star experience with caramel corn, right? Unless you find, like, a dead head. If, unless you opened the tin and you saw someone's severed head in there. And again, I'd still give it two stars because the tin's nice. Well, Chandler from Summers Point, New Jersey, had a one-star experience at Johnson's popcorn time. He better have found a foreign object in that motherfucker. Oh, done. You are like a fucking oracle. Uh, Listen to this. The lady behind the desk, her name's Kathy. She was, all caps, very rude and non-accommodating. Oh, yeah, yeah. For popcorn. When I brought my mom in, we, we had asked about gift. Listen to this. This conf- who, who is it? What's this person's name? This person's name is Chandler. And this review makes Chandler? me Chandler? Dude, Chandler goes into popcorn to get with his mommy? Okay, keep going. Chandler and his mommy are in the popcorn place. Go ahead. All this review makes me want to do is start a GoFundMe for this saint named Kathy Uh who puts up with nonsense working at Johnson's Popcorn. Keep going, and we should do it. Go ahead. When I brought my mom in, we had asked about gift baskets that we got last year and would like to get this year. They had consisted of Johnson's Popcorn, chocolate-covered pretzels, and a large container of mixed nuts. We had asked if they had this item in stock, and Kathy responded, read the sign on the desk, which we did several times. So we asked if we could get mixed nuts and popcorn in place of the saltwater taffy. They said they only have small containers of nuts. She told us to go to Shriver's 
and get the chocolate pretzels and nuts. Wow. And I asked if we brought them back, could she put them with the large popcorn and wrap them? Her response was, I guess so. Oh, my God, Kathy. But it was not a definite answer, and she was quite rude and her tone. And now from here, it's all caps. We will not be returning due to the lack of approachability and friendliness from her. We are taking our money and going to spend it where we are spoken to nicely and appreciated for our business. No, Chandler, don't. No, Chandler, don't do it. It's a small business. And with COVID, we're asked to shop local and support small businesses. But why should I support Johnson's Popcorn in Ocean City when I get spoken to like this? Here's why, Chandler. Because you showed up at a place that sells certain things. Mm Mm-hmm. You asked the lady, do you sell another thing? She said, please read the sign. Mm-hmm. You say this, Chandler. Yeah. You read the sign, and then clearly what you wanted was not a thing they sell. Yeah. And you then badgered her, why don't you sell this thing you used to sell? Mm-hmm. She told you, you can probably get what you want elsewhere. And then you said, and then can you do me a favor and wrap it all up? And she said, I guess so. Chandler, you're the only person on planet Earth who can't read between the lines on this, which was... You came in and stressed this poor fucking woman out. During COVID, yeah. They didn't sell that type of gift basket anymore. Get over it. Get over it, Chandler. I don't know what Summer's point is like, but it makes me dislike the entire fucking town that some guy named Chandler from Summer's Point would do this. Chandler, Chandler, you don't go in... I don't go buy the gift basket. They have just exactly. What are you talking about? Like, why should the world revolve around Chandler and his mommy? And what is it with these people? Not people are not nice to me. Let's. I'm gonna take my money. Take it somewhere else. Then no one wants you there, Chandler. Take your fucking money and go somewhere else and have them spit in your fucking face. It, you should be ashamed of yourself, and your mother should be ashamed for raising a piece of shit like you. Okay. <laughs> You should. There's a shame wave walking into that place. You don't go into a place and go, "Hey, can if I buy this thing at this other place, can you wrap it for me?" And she said, "Yes." What the fuck are you talking about? You don't go into a fish market and go, "I'm gonna get some sausage. Can you make it again?" And then you, can you? Can I come back and bring that to you? And she said, she even was like, "Sure." Like she said, "I guess I would, so." And I you're mad at how so. she spoke to you. Here's here's what's going on with Kathy Chandler. Kathy works at a popcorn stand on the boardwalk, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm -mm. But Kathy probably wants to go home. Mm -hmm. Kathy's been slinging kettle corn for an eight-hour shift, and then you walk in with your mom, and you you go, you used to sell this great gift basket. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And you go, the sign right there says what we have this year. Mm -hmm. And then what you did was you made... Kathy's night take longer and you made her stress level rise. Mm -hmm. And now, and Don, here's what I'm going to say too. And now Kathy has to sit here and stress about her fucking job security. Mm -hmm. Because Chandler, it wasn't good enough for Chandler that Kathy was willing to both say, you can get all the items you want at Shriver's. And in fact, I guess I will wrap them for you. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yep. Kathy now has to sit here and wonder if her manager is going to go, maybe Kathy doesn't have a job anymore. Cause Chandler- she didn't have to tell him about Shrivers. She didn't have to even tell him about it. She's offering them other opportunities. She's giving other people business. I'm so sorry we don't sell that particular gift basket this year. That's all she owed you, Chandler. That's it. But instead, yeah. she's willing to wrap a bunch of shit you buy elsewhere. You're going to put this woman's job on the line? You should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Dude. To eat your own dick, man, if you have one. And Don, when the working class, and now I'm going to go nuts. You want to hear me? You want to hear the type of shit I don't usually say on mic, Don? 100%. When the working class starts picking up bricks and throwing them through fucking windows, I hope mm-hmm. Kathy drives her <laughs> fucking 1993 Honda that fucking craps out in the winter down at the shore right to Summer's Point, And I hope she throws a window through your fucking house, Chandler. And I hope your mom goes, Chandler, you deserve it for the fucking bullshit that you pull. Yep. Well said. I mean, it's these entitled fucking assholes, man. I mean, it's just entitlement. It's like my behavior. I deserve things. You deserve nothing. You deserve nothing. You do not get respect if you do not give respect. Period. 
End of sentence, you fucking tool. Nothing. <laughs> nada. You get nothing. You get nothing. It's the end of Willy Wonka, and you get nothing. <laughs> Absolutely zero. You drank the fizzy lifting drinks. You fucking ruined the, the ceiling of Willy Wonka's factory, and you get nothing, okay? I'm sorry. Good day, sir. Good day. Chandler. Okay? Kathy deserves a five-star review. Kathy was willing to take time out of her shift to build you a gift basket of items from elsewhere. Unbelievable. What year was this? What day? What's the what's the date? It was winter of 2021. Oh my god. So so peak peak second wave COVID. She's working her ass off like Omicron. Omicron, baby. Like I, whether you believe in this shit or not, whatever you psychopaths believe. <laughs> It's like, it's still like touchy-feely for these people to be out there working. I mean, hey, maybe Kathy doesn't give a flying fuck, but I'm, I, I don't want to speak for her. But I'm saying like, there's, there's people working in places like during time where everyone's wearing masks or not wearing masks or fighting over fucking masks and stuff like that. So it's like high. So you can have popcorn. So you can have popcorn, Chandler. Exactly. So you can have popcorn, man. So someone can give you Jimmy Buffs. So someone can give you fucking, you know what I mean? It's just like. It's un, absolutely unbelievable, yeah. right? That you're doing all of this while people are putting their health on the line. It's the beginning of a pandemic. You're walking into Town Deli, and they're not and they're not giving you the right emotions. I mean, dude, how fucking sad are you? Okay, go watch some porn. Like, pay pay a hooker to like tell you that that you look good or something. Like, for Christ's sake, man, get it somewhere else. Don't expect people during a fucking pandemic to be like s- kissing your tummy and telling you everything's going to be all right. Like, what do you want from these people? Like they're, they're providing a service. Maybe they had a bad day. Maybe their dog just died. Maybe their fucking parents just died. Maybe their sister's sick. Maybe they're running out of money. Maybe there's something else. Maybe they have health issues. You don't know shit, man. Maybe they got unexpectedly pregnant in high school. Maybe they had an alcoholic parent. You don't know shit. Have some empathy. Maybe maybe someone in their fucking household just got arrested. You don't, you don't deserve you respect because you don't give it. You entitled pricks. You entitled fucking pricks. You don't deserve anything. Don't go shopping anywhere. Get fucking Amazon deliveries. Amazon. And then you go complain to fucking Amazon. Be like, come on, everybody. It's Joey from Rahway. Let's stop getting Amazon. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, shut up, man. Baton. Shut up. No one Baton. likes you. Baton. Baton. Chandler needs his chocolate-covered pretzels. Yeah, and she's telling you where to get them, and I hope you choke on them, you fucking asshole. Don. Jesus Christ. What I'm about to... I hope no one dies. I hope you just choke. No one dies. What I'm about to do is almost unfair, and I feel bad because it's in the morning. You and I are recording in the morning, and I want you to have a good day. Yeah. But I'm about to do something that's going to make you mad for the rest of today and maybe some of tomorrow. Oh, boy. Don. Where's the one star review from? River Edge Diner? The River Edge Diner. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going there, dude. <laughs> I knew you were going there. God damn, man. I saw it coming. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you ready for this one? Yep. Okay, before I even before I even read a word of the review, I'm going to tell you it's by a person named Lexi from Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, dude, already don't like you. Go ahead, Lexi. <laughs> Let's see if this is constructive criticism on a fucking diner. Go ahead. Okay, this one. One star review, right? When was the year? Uh, one star review from August of 2022. And I'm going to say, Don. Okay, recent, recent. This okay. is one where, again, similar to the stuff at Porta, where I go, there's something here. Yeah. I don't know if the establishment and their staff, should it should be assumed that they have the full knowledge or if you're giving us all the facts i'm very confused by what lexi has to say but she also names names don okay first of all it says all caps don't waste your time or money here Mm. and then it says my best friend had just had surgery on her mouth so we went there for her Uh, to eat so again again a server at porta doesn't know you just sprinted around in the cold even though you have asthma the servers at the River Edge Diner don't know about your friend's mouth surgery. But again, there's something to it, and I'm not that mad. 
We both figured mac and cheese would be the easiest and yummy item to eat. She should have mouth surgery and get her fucking mouth sewed closed. Go ahead. She she get her fingers sewed together so she can't type. Yeah. When we got there, we told the story to our server, parentheses, Loretta. Now, Don, Loretta might be someone you know. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There might be multi, I mean, every waitress at this diner might be Loretta. There might be multi Loretta's there, to be honest with you. Yeah. So when we got there, we told the story of this mouth surgery to our server Loretta. We asked if she could do the kids mac and cheese and I would have a coffee until I figure out what I wanted. She told us no, that her boss would scream all over her. We asked if we could get the pulled pork BBQ mac and cheese without the pork. What? Wait, what? She if say that again. Just read that. Just read that again. I'm sorry. What? It sounds like you asked for something. It sounds like two adults tried to go in and order one cup of coffee and a kids menu item. Uh huh. And Loretta said, "My manager's going to be pissed if I let you order off the kids menu and take up a table." Okay. Okay. So that was the first problem. Uh huh. And then it sounds like they said. They can we get the pulled pork barbecue mac and cheese without the pork? So it sounds like you're just doing you just everything. Wanted mac and cheese. It sounds like you're doing everything you can to not just order an adult portion of mac and cheese. Yeah, right. Because the mac and cheese, you can get mac and cheese. Or do cheese. you want barbecue sauce mixed in with your mac and cheese? I was just there, and I feel like you can just get mac and cheese if you want. It's not just on the kids menu because that's a whole separate then, thing. Then she says that's a whole separate thing, and it specifically says for children, you know children under a certain age she at first told us no she wouldn't do it mm-hmm. i had to argue for her to even go ask the chef <laughs> when i said that all they have to do is not put the pork on she said she would charge us 20 dollars just for the mac and cheese she was all caps rude and disrespectful mm. i used to work here and i will never go back again i will tell everyone i know to never go there wait she used to work at the diner this is what she claims, is that she used to work at the diner. Lexi from Wilmington, Delaware, used to work at the River Edge Diner? If she worked at this diner... She would never... I can't imagine a world in which she would be ordering off the kids' menu and just one couple... First of all, it's the same owner. I just saw him, said hi to me, hugged me, hasn't seen me in a while. <laughs> like, it's okay, so same owners have been there forever. Like They would have probably come and be like, give Lexi what she wants. Like They don't give a shit. Like Also, I'm very confused on... Okay, you had mouth surgery. Her friend had mouth surgery. Her friend had mouth surgery. Why are you not eating a separate... You're all just sharing a meal together? Well, she's claiming, I just ordered a cup of coffee until I decided what I really wanted. It sounds to me like they probably went in there at fucking 12.15 on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. I mean... You know, it sounds to me like this... Prime time. Prime time. It sounds to me like they got a table and this poor server, they go, can we have a kid's mac and cheese and a coffee? And then they're telling some long story about a a mouth surgery and the server's going, I'm going to get in trouble if I just bring you a kid's mac and cheese and a coffee and we take up a coffee, a table right now. Yeah. You got to put in a real order. Yep. And then they went through some fucking, what can only be described on... This nonsense with the pork mac and cheese can only be described. I'm sorry. I'm sure she was like, I can give it. As rigmarole. As rigmarole. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of rigmarole. It's a lot, That's great. That's a lot of rigmarole happening right here. I'm so confused by all of this because it's like, I'm guessing from Loretta's point of view, she's like, I can give you the mac. I'm, she's trying to hurry the fuck up, okay? She's like, has other ta- There's a lot of tables there in her area, I'm sure. And I'm sure she's just like, all right, it's, it's a Saturday, uh, prime time. On, you know what I mean? Like this is pro- it's, it's not like Monday morning. Okay, this is like Saturday afternoon primetime. This place is packed always on, on the weekends and the afternoons and the mornings. So I'm sure she's like, I'm sure she was like, I can give you the mac, I can give the pulled pork mac and cheese, hold the pork, but I'm going to charge you for the pulled pork. And I bet you they were pissed about that. That I bet they you were like, trying to get a discount. Charge us. Yeah. This. Yeah. It's like, guys, guys it's the a price diner. The item we ordered. Cause we had special adjustments. Cause your friend had a mouth surgery. Like none of that is the waitress's concern. There's, there's certain things. It's like, you can't just like go to, it's a, in a busy, in a busy time. It's hard to just like go to like take up a booth and go like sit at the counter or something like that. Like if they were sitting at the counter, Don, the, you know what I mean. One hundred percent. The reason I know this was a busy time and everybody in New Jersey is calling bullshit on you, Lexi. If this place was empty enough to warrant you just getting a cup of coffee, 
you would have sat at the counter. 100%. There clearly no 100%. There were no counter seats available. Sounds like you got a booth and your waitress went, oh my fucking God, are these two? Yeah, you can't just order a cup of coffee. Just like, sit at the counter. Yeah. Especially if your friend has mouth surgery. If you have mouth surgery, like don't take up a booth because you might like bite into something and be like, this hurts. We need to go. We need to take this to go. You know what I mean? But this is what I would have led with. Hey, I've worked at this place for five years. I love the people there. Okay. I've worked with, they changed the policy. So you used to order whatever you wanted here. You can get off the kids menu. You can get off this. I always remember them being like, kids menus for fucking kids. Okay. Cause it's less price. It comes with jello. It comes with a drink. It's like a little thing. And it's just for fucking kids. You're a grown up, Lexi. You're a grown woman. Okay. So you don't get the kids menu. Okay. Sorry. You don't get the kids menu. Sorry, I'm so mad. sorry. Sorry. You're I'm mad. So sorry, you you and adults are not allowed to order items for children. If I was the red, I'd be like, okay, you went through surgery. I'll give you the kid. You know, like, but she was just like trying to get through. She's like, we have that policy. If I give it to you and they see me bring out a kid's menu to two grown ass women, one with mouth surgery, whatever the fuck that means. Maybe you got a <laughs> tooth pulled or your fucking tongue got cut. I don't know what the hell this means. Okay. But it's like, she just throws in, I used to work here and I'll never come here again. It's like, wait, what? What did you used to, yeah. were you, what the fuck? Cause if you worked at a place, you start with that. I love the people here. This place is always good. Or you start with negative. I used to work here. No one ever really respects each other. It's kind of weird in the back. You never get that from anybody though. You don't lead with that. You kind of fish that in. What does that mean? It feels like you didn't work there and you just want to add some legitimacy to your claim. It's such a weird post-ending sentence, right? If you worked in the service industry in New Jersey and you're leaving one-star reviews on Yelp any place, there's a special circle in hell. Because you, you are a Benedict Arnold. Yeah, yeah Dante's you Inferno. You are a traitor. Yep, exactly. You are a traitor. You are a traitor. Absolutely traitor, man. You are you are a fucking snake in the grass. It just doesn't make any sense. It, just, it I'm not even like angry. I'm more confused on why you would take the time to be like, they wouldn't take pork off my, this is what I'm talking about. Eh, this their side of the story. And they leave out crucial details, which was like, it's probably slammed. The waitress comes over, Loretta comes over and goes, what do you want? You want anything? And they go, how about this? We can't do that. Anything else? And they're like, okay, let me tell you the story of my friend. She didn't do a, a fucking walnut, but she forgot to crack the walnut because she's a fucking moron. So her tooth <laughs> exploded. And then we had to go to the dentist. And we had to wait four hours for the dentist to see us because he had other patients and they couldn't see us right away. And then they miraculously fixed her tooth and they said, don't eat on it for 24 hours. But we want to because we're hungry and we can't just drink Pedialyte. Meanwhile, like, oy, oy. meanwhile, Loretta's got seven other tables to take care of. Seven other tables. Loretta's got a fucking kid with a fever. Mm-hmm. She's got the babysitter texting her. Loretta's trying to figure out if she needs to ask somebody else to cover her seven other tables so she can go home and get her kid to the urgent care. You are entitled to nothing. Nothing. Don't go to the diner if you've had mouth surgery or ask them, what can I get that is easy to eat? They say, fuck, get your rice pudding, man. Have fucking dessert. You have mouth surgery. You can't eat a lot. I get the like mac and cheese thing. I understand the like, we don't want a lot. Can she just get the kids menu? And if the answer is no, the answer is no. You're not, you're a grown up. You're not a child, even though you're acting like one, even though all these people are acting like these fucking petulant fucking little, little whiny fucking children. And you're just like, you don't get what you want. You don't get what you want. It's a diner, too. They'll give you anything. They'll cook a whole fucking roast beef in the back in 20 minutes somehow for you. But they And they'll take the pork off the mac and cheese. They'll do it for you, but you just have to pay the full thing. I'm sorry. That's the way it goes. They have to write it down. They have to write it down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I really want to look up if like the, the River Edge Diner has mac and cheese, but I know you got to go. Normally we end our episodes yeah. and I lay out a movie scenario. Okay. I pretend I don't know it's the plot of a movie. And then I ask you what you'd order at the River Edge Diner. But we've talked a lot about the River Edge Diner tonight. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this. Let's say you are at the River Edge Diner. Mm-hmm. You sit down at a table. Mm-hmm. The other three people at that table are Lexi K, who reviewed the River Edge mm-hmm. Diner, the mouth surgery. Mm-hmm. 
Chandler from Summers Point who wanted a custom-made gift bag and gave a one-person, one-star review because Kathy at Johnson's Popcorn accommodated the request. Mm-hmm. And Louis D., the sellout up-the-hill kid from West Orange who had all the pithy things to say about Jimmy Buffs. Mm-hmm. You have to sit and eat a meal with those three people at the River Edge Diner. And Chandler's in the trunk, right? In my car? <laughs> Chandler, Chandler's at the table. Oh, Chandler's at the table. Okay, I missed that. What do you order when you have to sit with those three jamokes? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. I'm ordering hot tea, and I'm throwing it in all their faces. Because <laughs> their goddamn hot Lipton tea, for some reason, just tastes better there. I got it. I got it when I was there. I got a nice hot tea, and it's just so good. And I'd order it and just throw it. I throw it on their fucking faces, honestly, because they don't deserve respect. I'd truly order them nothing. I would order myself a turkey club, dip the turkey club. They'd ask for, hey, what do you want with it? You want mayo with it? Sure, you can put those mayo packages on it. But I'm dipping this motherfucker into the coleslaw. That's how I eat it. I eat it like a French dip, baby. I take my fucking turkey club and I dip it into that coleslaw and every bite's delicious. Don, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that this episode is dedicated to the small business owners. And even more so, we love the you. hardworking we staff. Love you. you don't deserve one star. The hardworking you staff. Don't one star all these people. Mm-hmm. If you're putting wires in your food or you're serving a rotten avocado, sure, you can take it on the chin. And I'm sure you, New Jersey people, will be the first ones to take it on the chin for things. Two or three star review, right? Two or three but star review, even then. To the servers, to the security staff, dragging drunks out of Porta, to the Kathys and the Loretta's. Mm-hmm. And the Jimmy Buffs themselves. Dealing with these pieces, of st- these strunzes, yeah. God bless you for dealing with what you deal with. So much love. Happy holidays. Everybody go spend your money at these places. Absolutely. Happy holidays, everybody. Go fuck yourselves, everybody else. Thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World is Chris Gethard, Nikki Bonaduce. Don Finelli, Andrea Quinn, Carson Kopp, and Mike D. New Jersey is the World is produced and edited by Carson Kopp, Mike D., and Andrea Quinn. You can find us online at New Jersey is the World and on Instagram at New Jersey is the World. Also, please feel free to reach out and leave us a voicemail by contacting the home office of New Jersey is the World at 973-780-4660 in regards to anything show or New Jersey related. Please subscribe and listen to more episodes of New Jersey is the World on your favorite podcast service. If you're looking to join our extremely opinionated and Jersey-ish community, head on over to Patreon.com and search for New Jersey is the World. We have merch, which you can find at BelowTheCollar.com after searching for Chris Gethard. Once again, thank you for listening to this presentation of New Jersey is the World. New Jersey is the World, where New Jersey is the world.